Entertainment's podcast from Bottomline Technologies. For asset and wealth management organisations, keeping up with constant regulations can be an uphill battle, especially when you consider the historical and manual processes many currently use. Hi, I'm Simon Pilgrim, and today I'll be the guest host of the Payments Podcast. Joining me is Frederick Viard from our Bottomline Technologies Swiss office. Today, we'll be discussing the security settlement process, in particular, the changing landscape, the challenges that the heads of operations of asset and wealth management companies have described to us, and how Bottomline can help. Frederick, there's been a lot of changes happening in the securities landscape. In your opinion, what's the driving force behind these changes? Thank you, Simon. Yeah, you are right. We, we've seen a lot of changes in this industry for many years. But I think there is a, a very important point that happened in 2008 with the Lehman Brothers bankruptcy. Before that, we had a lot of regulation anyway. But since this date, the number and the depth of these regulations have dramatically increased. And this means that for the asset management and private banking business, this is very important for them to remain compliant with all these regulations. And this has a very high cost. So cost of compliance is very important. So it's really one of the main challenges for the financial industry in general. It's about implementing compliance. So that's one point. The second point is around keeping the customer happy, meeting the customer expectation. So because we all have in our private life the habit to use new devices, to connect to multiple screens, to have visibility and transparency. And now the, the people, the, the customers, they expect the same level of user friendliness, the same level of frictionless tools that what they have got in their private life. So for the bank, it means that they have to digitalize all of their tools in order to meet the customer expectation. And the last one is around technology. Bottom line is a, compa- is a technology company. So we are really monitoring carefully this aspect. So I just mentioned the fact that technology is really important for the end customers because they need to have the appropriate tool to to visualize, to control, and to have a look at their asset. But there is also technology which is required and which is changing the game at the business side. So we have all heard about Bitcoin, uh, blockchain, and distributed ledger technology. All these, these new things represent new asset, new way of managing asset. So for, for an asset manager or for a private bank, this is also about providing, being connected to this new ecosystem to provide to the end customers new investment vehicles which are based on new technology. So I think three main challenges for this industry. Um, there are several others as well, but I think the three key ones can be around regulation and the cost of it, the cost of its implementation. It's also about customer expectation, how to meet these uh, expectations by providing the right tool. And finally, it's about technology, first to provide end users with a good tool, but also to connect, to be part of the new ecosystem which is currently under construction within this um, new technology space. I think you you raise a really good point there and something I'd just like to focus on quickly is the regulation and compliance. Um, As we know, the Shareholders' Rights Directive 2 um, is due to um, come into force on September 2020. Would you just um, mind providing your thoughts on the impact this will have on asset and wealth managers? Yes, sure. So we mentioned, I would say that most of the regulation 
aim to achieve the same goal, which is around protecting customer, protecting the industry by providing more transparency and more visibility. This new SRD2 directive is actually it starts with a simple thing, which is to provide more rights to the shareholders, voting rights. So it's a basic principle to, to allow shareholders to vote. But the impact of this regulation is quite massive because it means that you will have to manage new corporate action messages, which are based on, on the new standard ISO 20022, and you will have to build new process to take uh, some um, information in your back office to compile it and to send back to the issuer. So from, from a simple starting point, you will have a very big impact on all the flows and all the processes which are in place. So this directive will impact, I would say, quite a lot of players because as soon as um, uh, EU-listed company with headquarters in the EU, as soon as you own some shares of such a company, you will be in a position to respond with the list of shareholders. There is some flavor of implementation per country, but you will be in a position where, where you will have to deliver some information about the shareholders. And all this processing chain uh, will have to be put in place. And, and this is a, a big change um, in, in the current flow. Okay. So you've been speaking to a lot of senior operations leaders in private banks, asset managers and wealth managers, meeting these companies at events such as Cyboss and Amtech Day, as well as talking to our customers. What's the biggest pain points they, as well as our customers, have told you that they're having when, with regard to their securities settlement process? So depending on the region or the type of business that these guys are operating, there are several flavors of, of the main challenges. But I would say one big challenge that they have is around simplicity or complexity, depending which side you are taking the point. But basically, the, this business has made good margin for many years, and it's still the case, but there is much more pressure right now from the customer. So because they would like to, to assess what are the fees which are reply, customers are much more volatile. So what was affordable in the past, meaning relying on manual processes, relying on, on heteroclick tools such as Excel, Lotus Note or whatever, which are poorly connected together, has gone. Now they have to be much more efficient to reduce the cost, to reduce the fee. And it's especially the case since we discussed at the beginning that implementing regulation has a cost and it's mandatory. So if you add the cost of this regulation plus the fact that the customers are more volatile and looking at lower fees lower yeah, lower fees for their transaction then they have to uh, provide to to build a new environment which is much more simple to remain profitable i think the second point which is really important is around data in essence the business from for for asset manager for asset managers is really based on data. So they are seated on a mass of data, whatever it is about pricing, rating, risk, customer information. They are seated in a, on a lot of, of data. But how to, be, how to make the best usage of this data in order to provide the best services for the customers and also the cost of this data? Because when you are retrieving, gathering information from market data vendor, then you need to be sure that you will not make redundant call because these data are quite expensive. So controlling the cost of these data 
is really important and make the best usage of them as well. And the last point, again, is, is around technology. So we mentioned the fact that uh, the customers are expecting uh, much more fresh tools than they had before. And uh, we also have the, um, seen that there is new assets which are coming with these new technologies. And so they have the, the asset management and private banking business, they have to be in a position to connect to these new ecosystems to provide new possibilities, new options for the end customer. So I think it's really, they are looking for more simplicity to reduce cost and also to reduce risk. Because since you have processes which are interrupted, fragmented, you generate an operational risk. So having something which is much more integrated, much more seamless and simple, decrease the, the risk which are associated with the transaction. So I would say simplicity, usage of data and cost of data, and also looking at technology for both the end customers and also the, the coming soon, or they are already there, I would say, the new ecosystems based on new technologies. Okay, so you've mentioned there a range of uh, external pressures um, that these businesses are having to manage. Traditionally, I think uh, technology is a way of many industries to help relieve a lot of these uh, complexities or additional complexities from their business. However, there seems to be a slightly slow adoption around technology from asset, wealth and private bank. Do you think this is a fair assessment? I wouldn't say that there is a slow adoption. I think this business, this guy, this industry is here for a long time. They have centuries of experience. So they have seen so many initiatives which have reached to nowhere. So I think they are more assessing which are the winning model, which are the winning channel. They are looking at these new things with pragmatism in order to, to choose to select the best uh, solution for them and in order to provide the best services for their end customers. So as such, I think the cloud propositions, such as the one from bottom line, are very interesting for them because it enables them to access quickly and at the best cost to new services. So it's for them it's easier to be faster time to market and to provide new services by renting services instead of building everything at home. So there is really a trend towards accessing services and, and in order to be faster and, and more cost efficient. And, and I also think that it's, it's about priorities. So we mentioned the fact that these this industry is, is, let's say, impacted by the cost of regulation. And then once they have done all these, uh, these implementation around regulation, they, they can really think at what are the new drivers. But the first priority to, to remain in business is really to comply with the new regulation. Okay, so you, uh, you, you touch on a good point there, I think, and that is about prioritizing um, where to focus resources when you've been speaking to customers um, and and other uh, private wealth private wealth organisations, have you have you now got a sense of what might be at the top of that priority list for those businesses? For sure, it will depend on the type of business target and um, focus that the financial industry has. This financial industry has, but I would say that 
if you look at, we mentioned regulation, we mentioned customer expectation, but all of that is going in the same direction. So it's all about providing more transparency, more visibility, and more control to protect the business, to develop the business in a safe way. So uh, I believe that really this is about helping customers to keep trust by providing transparency, visibility, and control of, of all the transactions that they are making on behalf of the end customers. Okay, very good. So I think um, what um, is a recurring themes uh, emerging in, in, in a lot of a lot of these learnings that we're taking from the market is that technology, data, margins, uh, as well as visibility, control, and a more maybe end user customer focus in, in deployment on some of those technologies and the services um, is are all very important and, and taking center stage at the moment. So would you mind just taking a moment to explain how Bottom Line's trade settlement solutions will support um, these businesses to meet some of these recurring themes uh, as well as uh, the expectations from their customers? Yeah, sure. So bottom line, we have been in this business for asset management and private banking for more than 20 years. So we have built through time a set of solutions. Of course, these solutions have evolved with the, the new requirement. But we have, um, I would say the first point is making this industry being able to be connected to the ecosystem. So it, it's about connectivity, providing all the connectivity options that are required to, to discuss, to interact, to exchange information with all the players, whatever they are custodians, they are end, end users, they are banks, uh, they are issuer agents or, or whatever, they, they need to connect to all this population, to this ecosystem. So offering a wide range of connectivity options is a key part for allowing this industry to be part of this ecosystem. I would say the second one, once you have made this transaction, is about controlling that everything has been received and settled properly. So it's, it's all about reconciliation and raising exceptions in order to, to speed up the process around exception management. And we do that as well. So connectivity, reconciliation, and we mentioned data, the cost of data and the accuracy of data. Because data accuracy is really a, a key point because what the, the ultimate goal for an asset manager towards his customers is really to provide the best investment um, possibilities, but also to report accurately on the value of the portfolio of the customers. So having accurate data coming from multiple vendors, in order, you have to cleanse this data, you have to filter, to sort this data, to build what we call the golden copy, which is the best information that you can use for evaluating the portfolio of your customers. So managing data in order also to reduce costs, because if you don't want to have redundant data retrieval, which will cost um, more than, than what you need, you need to control of that, and that's what we do as well. And we are also in the, um, what we call the STP, the strict through processing, meaning the automation of all the flows is very important to, to lower cost. And this is particularly the case in the corporate action space. So you will receive a lot of information. You don't know exactly which one is the right one, which one is the last one, when you have to respond to a corporate action. So we, we have built a solution that enables to monitor all these notifications to control them in order to build the best and to keep the best information 
um, coming from this corporate action. And since we have all these uh, solutions which are available for the back office of an asset manager or private bank, we saw that it could be important to have a single view of all the key indicators which are seated in the various system. So we built a dashboard where you can integrate from our solution, but also from other systems, the key indicators which are often trapped or hidden in various systems. So by surfacing this indicator, short account, failed trade, reconciliation and match, so all this important information in one single screen, it offers really a good view of controlling the risk and the appropriate processing of all the settlement for the head of operation, for instance, you can have a, with one single view a control of all this processing. But it's not all, because we are providing, of course, this solution for the security settlement area, but an asset management and a private bank, they are making a lot of payments as well, cross-border payment, domestic payment. And bottom line is, is, a, is a very good candidate for providing solution in the payment. This is their core business. It is our core business to provide payment solution. So meaning that we provide the settlement side of, of the securities, but we also provide all the payment facilities, cross-border international. But there is also a very important point around fraud, because one of the key assets of a private bank is is reputation. So ensuring that there is limited, the, the most limited risk of fraud by protecting all the payment, to make all the payments secure, to control against sanction list, and all of that is also something that we, we propose to, to our customer. So meaning that we have a solution which is built on security settlement with various um, solutions around that. All the payments, payment method, payment rail, so we are talking a lot around API, so we are managing that instant payment as well. So all of that is something that we provide and we are making all these transactions and payment secure by monitoring risk of frauds and by monitoring all the, let's say, the sanction lists which have to be applied to these uh, transactions. Okay, wonderful. So I think just to summarize uh, those points, I think you've uh, communicated that really where bottom line is looking to provide uh, significant value to these organizations is around simplification of, of their processes, better management of their data, uh, better work, more increased workflows and automation, um, all with the objective of better decision making within the organization, but also to help manage costs in a more efficient manner uh, and, and, and remove some of those manual processes that we know still exist in, in, in this business. When we look to the future a little bit uh, and think about current trends or future trends that are that are starting to become visible, do you have a sense of what might be become more important or what trends might become more visible over the next year? Yes, I think this asset management business is a growing business. It has always been a growing business and it remains a growing one. According to all the studies which have been recently performed and also the, the vision from the, the big four consultancies company, this is a growing business in the next years. Uh, maybe in, especially in some regions such as Asia, for, in, for instance. But we can also, it's, it's easy to understand because you have more people owning assets over, over time. So you have more rich people over the planet uh, who are candidates for asset management. 
and you have also new assets, new vehicles, new companies. So you have a growing number of people, growing number of available assets. So all of that together will make this. Uh, and you have new regions which are really growing fast, such as Asia. So all of that will, will drive to a growing business around asset management and private banking in the future. Mm. So automation is definitely going to become key to these businesses to be able to manage the volume of transactions, the volume of traffic, the volume of corporate actions which are appearing. Is that, is that what you're leading towards? Yeah, absolutely. So you, you will need, if you want to keep high profitability, you will need to reduce cost. And within something which is growing, you will need to further automate, to further speed up the processes mm. and to offer new services in order to grow your business. So yes. Okay, well, look, thank you, Frederick. Hopefully we've been able to provide some insight into what the market, as well as our customers, are telling us uh, and also about how bottom line um, is well positioned to help in the security settlement process. Don't forget, you can listen to more on all things payments at a touch of a button. The Payments Podcast from Bottom Line Technologies.